Choose not to live in a world of filters. Realize your mistakes. Set the foundation for your success. Get some wins. Knucklehead Podcast. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to another edition of the Knucklehead Podcast. Uh, we've got with us today, well, you've got with us today yours truly, the Knucklehead Stephen. Let me tell you, I am excited. Um, I'm excited for you to listen to uh, to Caitlin Miller. Caitlin, um, I forgot to plug. So, am I am I plugging a brand, or am I am I are we bringing like Caitlin Miller fronts, you know, front and center here? Uh, so, Woman Crush Weights is my my fitness and nutrition brand, uh, um, but that you know, we're bringing both sides to this. <laughs> I love it. I love it. All right, so Women Crush Weights. Women Crush Weights, uh, is it on Instagram, uh, on Facebook? How, how do people get okay, Women Crush Weights yeah. on Instagram and Facebook? Um, so for all you Marines out there, uh, Women Crush Weights is spelled uh, Women Crush Weights, not Woman Crush Weights. So just for you knuckle-draggers like myself, you got to delineate, <laughs> right, Caitlin? Uh, it, actually, anyway. it actually is Woman, W-O-M-A-N. Completely. It's this woman. is why it's Knucklehead <laughs> Podcast. It's actually Woman, <laughs> not Women. So... <laughs> Yes, way to go, Stephen. Anyway, <laughs> no, I love it. So that, I mean, honestly, that's that's part of the reason why we have this show. I mean, is is and, and why we call ourselves Knucklehead is because we everybody's going to make mistakes. Everybody screws up. And coming from a world of fitness, or coming from the military, or coming from sales, you know, you 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 have this mindset that you need to do things perfectly in order to execute or get the results that you're looking for. When the fact is, is geez, the, the truth is. It's like everything but that. I mean, you learn through failure. You screw up all the time. You you have to go out and get some wins. And that's why it's important not to be beta. You don't not be beta. Like, I understand that there's people listening out there that take offense to that. But you got to understand. That's why we say that. We've got to get your attention to understand that you can't follow the, you know, the well-worn path of what everybody else is doing. You've got to learn that you will screw up. You've got to take some forks in the road. You've got to make some bad decisions and you've got to learn from it, uh, but you've got to be willing to get up there and get on it. So that's why we had Caitlin on the show. Uh, women, wo- woman, woman crush weights, woman crush weights is, uh, is literally, um, uh, this is a repeat guest. So I'm stoked to have her back on. Um, she was actually, we actually connected um, during a competition. Um, she was on, uh, was it the ABC, NBC affiliate there in San Diego or all of them? Uh, how did how did you? It was, um, it was CBS eight that I ended up getting aired on here. Okay, all right. So she was on TV. We're talking to a celebrity. She was on television and she was winning, or she she was in the running for a contest. And I want to know uh, in that process, what did you learn? Uh, how did you start with the expectation of that contest, and how did it how did it go? You know, it's kind of crazy. Um, so for those of you that don't know, I was the contest I was involved in was to be the cover model for Muscle and Fitness Curse. And it was really kind of an interesting circumstance because I almost didn't even enter the contest. Um, I had signed up a year ago to be a contestant in it this coming year. But when I initially got the email, I was kind of like, there's no way I'm going to be able to win something like this i'm not a popular fitness model on instagram i have about 3700 followers you know i was kind of like there's no way ah screw it i'll try it let's just see i just like threw my name in the hat let's do this but i'm the type of person that when i throw my name in for something i'm gonna go all in so i went all in and i made it to the top 24 which was pretty incredible 
How no. many people? How many people uh, started the in the contest with you? Five thousand in the world, across the world. There were different countries involved too. The actual winner was from Canada. Wow, that's yeah. pretty incredible. Can you hear? Cool. All right, I'm going to take my headphones out. So we've got an audience of more than just me. So, all right. So, all right. So you, uh, I interrupted you. Woman from Canada, Canada won. Five thousand people, over five thousand people in the world showed up. I didn't know that till now. That's incredible. And you got into the top twenty-four. I did. Yeah. No, you actually That's got incredible. into more than that. You got into the top. Mm-hmm. Three, two, five. I, I can't remember. So I was in the semifinals, um, but as far as like my actual placing, I was in the top twenty-four when it ended. But I did make it to the second to last round, which was pretty incredible because that contest went in, went on for a month and a half solid. How, did your Instagram followers like go from 1700 or 3,700 to through the roof or how'd that work? You know, it hasn't gone up by a ton. Um, but what has, excuse me. Put <laughs> you put them in line. I'm just kidding. That's funny. What has happened is that my Facebook and my networking has grown massively because of it. Because yep. it a lot of um, credibility and that that's what was really important in this and <laughs> so one thing that I learned from this is that it made me realize my passion for spreading health and fitness <laughs> spreading health and fitness that's awesome. they never do he this wants, he wants to be heard is it a he or a she is it kind of, dog? Boy. <laughs> of course of course you know I'm not going to doubt that it's awesome Mm -hmm. um, well, hey, listen, I've got somebody sitting next to me who went through a similar experience when it comes to fitness and competition and uh, who's ran a business when it comes to uh, fitness. And so similar type of experiences. And I, she's sitting right here. It's, it's my wife, Julie, and it's uh, Jules Fit Mom on Instagram and uh, in the book of faces. Yay. She's here. And so we're <laughs> going to do we're going to do a little uh, joint interview when it comes to kind of some things that you learn in that process because, you know, with that credibility, now you're taking on new clients, but you've done this before. You did this before. You you did a, a show or, or fitness things uh, several years ago. And that's the point of Knucklehead. We want to talk about the things that didn't work out well. We want to talk about the things that people, quite frankly, just want to sweep, sweep under the rug. We want to talk about the struggles that maybe somebody listening is actually going through right now. So and maybe y'all can do some some back and forth about just the, the mindset of that whole competition. So, yeah. So, um, <clears throat> kind of curious, uh, you know, your thought process on this, because I know I felt like this, um, you know, during my training, um, you know, especially when I was looking online at, at other competitors, um, kind of seeing different things I and mean, just kind of getting some different ideas of what they do. I started getting into, um, a little bit of comparison you know, like a little bit of, uh, you know, uh, even, even people that just kind of had a different body type than me. I mean, I just kind of one of those things where I found myself getting caught up in that. Did you ever feel any of that or kind of struggle with that a little bit? Most definitely. Um, especially because I'm not the type to put myself out there in a way that a lot of people on like Instagram do or anything like that. So I don't care for the filters or anything like that. I care about being very real with my following and mm -hmm. showcasing exactly who I am. 
but I still get caught up in it sometimes because I look at these girls, you know, that have like hundreds of thousands of followers and, you know, they look, they always look a certain way. But what I really try to realize is that most of the time, a lot of that is filters mm -hmm. and um, demonstrates poor self-esteem. But mm -hmm. I've definitely found myself comparing myself to these these other fitness competitors and how I avoid it is that I just don't look at it. I have to stay away from it, you know? Yeah. Well, I, I agree with um, staying away from it and avoiding it. Um, you know, I've, I've got some good friends that compete and, you know, they're very, they're, they're very dedicated, you know, to it. And, and for them, you know, I do continue to follow them because I'm friends with them, but there's a lot that I just, because I felt like it was negatively impacting me a little bit, um, I just kind of stopped following if it was going to caused me to feel like that. So I was curious about that with you. Um, and then also you had mentioned being really real and not using filters. And I wonder like, who has time for that? You know, I would rather see like, that's why, you know, my, uh, you know, Instagram's Jules Fit Mom. Um, mm -hmm. I'd rather see like behind the scenes, you know, like what it really takes. And I don't have time to do everything I need to do to have that perfect picture before I take my gym selfie. You know what I'm saying? I'm in and out. Right. Mm -hmm. But, um, as a working mom, um, and you know, someone who's extremely busy, Hey, you know what? Fitness is still a huge priority in my life, you know? So I, I, I like seeing, you know, um, or hearing a lot about your mindset and how you found the sport that was optimal for you you know, not only for, you know, what pushed you physically, but then what like really um, lifted you up emotionally as well. So that's why it was really interesting to me that you went into uh, more powerlifting. Yeah, powerlifting has been a super fun sport for me. Bodybuilding, you know, it wasn't a good fit because mentally it just kind of wrecked me, you know, um, going down to that low of a body fat percentage. I think I was, I was somewhere around eight to 10% body fat the last time I stepped on stage and I was 130 pounds at five foot seven. I'm wow. 155 to 160 now. And, yeah. um, I felt like crap. Yeah. Hormones were all over the place. Uh, my self esteem was just like plummeted, you know, um, once I got back up in body fat percentage, because you can't sustain that for a long period of time and possibly stay healthy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, my image of myself in the mirror was very distorted. So you you said, oh, so whenever you went back up, like the recovery or the, uh, what's that called? The post work, uh, post show, um, Off reverse yeah. dieting and all oh, that stuff. My goodness. Mm -hmm. It's that was all that messed with your self image and everything. Is that right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, it still affects me to this day. It's not as bad. It doesn't have as much of a hold as it used to. I'm a lot right. better now, but it's, it's something I still struggle with. And it's been two and a half years. You know, it's interesting, the reverse dieting. So the reason I had wanted to do a show was was one of those, I always just wanted to do it. I wanted to discipline myself and just see if I could. So I prepped myself mentally for all of the, the prep, you know, and then the show. I did no preparation for like post. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I mean that was a train wreck. Talk about talk about knucklehead. And people think <laughs> people think it's me. No. no I'm just 
though. I think I, I like broke out in a rash or something like. Oh like, yeah, we went and had like later, barbecue or something. Like barbecue that. and and beer and mac and cheese and then this <laughs> chow mix stuff that I'd make. Yeah, it was a disaster. Yeah. Our bodies don't tolerate that stuff well after. Um, a lot of people, what I see happens to them is like within a couple of days of their show, they've put on like 20, 30 pounds, like within that one weekend after the yeah. show. Because yeah. they just go out and they um, they don't have healthy patterns with the way that their relationship with food is no longer healthy. Yep. So they've been deprived of all of this stuff for so long that they go out and they party and they drink and they eat all this food for a couple of days. And then you see them and their faces are like chipmunks because they're like all this water that's just like been pushed into their skin. It, yeah. It's uh, it a lot. <laughs> yeah. No, it's, I think I had a small version of that. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of that for sure. All right. Yeah. So now that you're, now that you're working, so you're working with a coach, uh, you know, doing, uh, doing powerlift. You, you felt, that mentally and physically, this is able to um, help satisfy and scratch that itch. Uh, what have you learned about? Um, what have you learned about yourself? Maybe since the last time you were on in that in that competition, and the fact that you're able to kind of flex, you know, for lack of a better term, flex your muscles, so to speak, kind of business wise, uh, getting into what you're doing now. You know, I I really learned the power of networking and all of that. I learned a lot about that entire process. Um, that's why I failed the first time is because I didn't give networking enough credit that um, the contests that I did too also really helped my self-esteem too, in a way, because I realized how powerful it is to be able to share the experience and the things that I go through. And with my transition to powerlifting, that's become very important to me because I want to pr promote health in all ways, to my clients, not just mental, physical, emotional like all of it because I want people to be able to sustain this lifestyle for the rest of their lives and powerlifting you know not everybody has to compete not everybody has to get into strength sports or whatever but if it's something you're interested in powerlifting is extremely fun because it's really awesome being super strong uh, especially being a woman I mean that's really cool but it's also just the environment is better too. It doesn't matter if you're lifting a hundred pounds out on that platform, the entire audience is going to be screaming their heads off for you. And that's cool. The powerlifting community is a very tight knit group and people are super supportive, which bodybuilding, you don't really get that. It's much more of an individual, very vain sport, to be honest. I agree. Um, I definitely do. So whenever I did my show, I went in with the intention. I, I really focused on my intention of the competition, which was I'm going to do this for fun. I'm going to, well, I'm going to take it seriously. I'm going to do my best. So no matter what, I'm not going to do a competition and not do it right. But I wanted to have fun with it, you know, and I wanted to, um, I wanted to get out there and meet meet people and, and connect and be with other competitors. Um, and you know, that, that's what I strive to do actually. Well, they had I, their headphones on. And they like, did, like you know, not even looking at you, and they're, mugging they're, you in the back, I, you know, cause you know, before the show they're having sweets and all this stuff, you know, to really kind of help you fill out and, you know, so I'm trying to share and, uh, yeah, I found it to be a little bit of a struggle, you know, <laughs> to, to connect. Um, 
because I like to talk and sometimes I get really distracted because I'm talking to someone and that's what I wanted to do. I'm not going to do it to, to get, you know, to try powerlifting. Apparently. Yeah. Like, Tell me about it. I need that many yelling. people yelling for me. That's right. That's right. Look at me do a hang. Yeah. <laughs> I just did it. It's awesome. Snatched 160 pounds. Yes. Over my head. Yes. <laughs> so, all right. That's, that's exciting. I think that, I think that for a couple of reasons, um, a couple of reasons, there's some lessons in there. Well, there are some lessons and there's no, there's no question, but just because you start something doesn't always mean that you have to finish it, right? Sometimes just because you start it, you what you learn in that process is actually more helpful than winning it, so to speak. And that's what I'm hearing a lot in kind of some of your experiences, Caitlin. That I think that that's a, I mean, as a knucklehead, we go in there with the full expectation that we're going to set the world on fire and win and we're going to just kick butt and take names and it turns out that, geez, sometimes there's other people who are more prepared or some timing worked out better for them, or maybe they prepared a little bit differently or better than we did. So, you know, there's, there's a lot of lessons that we can glean from that, but, uh, you set a goal. There's a goal that you've set, uh, and it's to own a gym, to run a gym. I'm going to screw it up. Tell, tell people what your goal is. So I actually want to start my own gym for people with PTSD. Ultimately. That's awesome. Yeah. And ideally, I would love to have these all over the country within a couple of miles of all of the bases. That's the direction I see this going. That's incredible. So these gyms are going to be uh, just a place where people can pick things up and put things down? Or is it part of a curriculum that you feel like has helped you, uh, or excuse me, that lifting weights has been able to help you recover and deal with your PTSD? It's really helped me to be able to recover from my PTSD. You know, I'm, it's going to take a lot of red tape, but I'm very determined. I want to be able to link up with the VA and ideally start getting them to send referrals over, like uh, send people to my gyms to train on top of the therapy and everything that they're going through. That's my ultimate goal is that the VA I would like them to support this. I would like to get their support. Well, 100%. So my, some of my issues that I had whenever I was in the Marine Corps, uh, getting out, you know, you get hurt and then you go try to parlay that same type of uh, workout intensity into, into the civilian world. And then, you know, some poor decisions, some bad diet, some undiagnosed things with mental health. Jeez Louise. I mean, I ended up being almost 240 pounds. So working out, lifting weights, uh, taking responsibility for what you eat, taking responsibility for how you think about your diet and, and food. Um, it's changed, changed my life, lost over 40 pounds or so over the last year. And it's, it's incredible. Just the, the effect that exercise and just, uh, energy calories, I mean, and where that comes from can have on your mental, your relationships, your finance, everything. It's, it's crazy. Oh yeah, absolutely. And yeah, I always say my favorite thing to say is that fitness spills over. It really does. Yep. Yep, for sure. Well, we appreciate you. Uh, appreciate you taking some time. Uh, it is a Thursday night. And uh, and anybody who's listening, they can always go to uh, support Caitlin. Tell people how to find you, Caitlin. How can people get in touch with you? So you can find me as Woman Crush Weights on Instagram or Facebook or just look my name up. Um, on Facebook, it's Caitlin K A T E 
L-Y-N Miller. Fantastic. That's awesome. And if you're in the, uh, if you're, um, if you're in the same vein, meaning Facebook and or Instagram, you can check out Knucklehead Podcast. We come out with new episodes every Tuesday. Uh, there's some talk of us coming out with more episodes throughout the week. So, or maybe some Facebook Live videos coming up. So that's a potential. Just stay close. Stay close to the press. We'll, we'll get the mess information out there. Oh, and if you want to, if you want to, you can check out our YouTube videos. Some some people have told us those are entertaining. Some people have helped them been put to sleep. Um, there's a lot. It just we 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 cater to both sides of the spectrum there. So don't be beta or be beta. It just depends. I'm just kidding. Um, so anyway, uh, we just want to encourage you. Uh, we want to encourage folks that uh, that if you're struggling with an issue with PTSD, if you're struggling, if you know somebody who's a service member, hey, you've got two recovering uh, service members here that have been able to uh, kind of learn from their experiences. Be willing to go out there and, and screw up and make mistakes. And uh, we really appreciate uh, Jules Fit Mom for co-hosting this uh, this yeah, episode with us fun. and talking back and forth with Caitlin. So we appreciate y'all. Uh, with that, Caitlin, you got anything else? That's it. Thank you so much, you guys. It was awesome to have both of you here this time. That's great. Yeah. I love it. Absolutely. Thank you very much. Yeah, yeah it was fun. My first one I was invited to. Oh, Yay. that's awesome. <laughs> She's told me no 43 well, other I have times. been wanting to, like, meet you. So this was kind of my doings. So. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. She set this in motion. Yeah. All right, we appreciate y'all. New episodes every Tuesday at Knuckleway Podcast. Subscribe. If you're not subscribing and leaving a review, you're wrong. Anyway, see ya. <laughs> Talk to you later. <laughs>